0: from the Salvation Army National Headquarters. This is the Fight for Good Podcast.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley. We're broadcasting here at National Headquarters of the Salvation Army in the United States of America in Alexandria, Virginia. We're in our temporary offices, actually, studio, if you want to call it. It's the office. Of our producer, Elizabeth. How are you today, Elizabeth?
0: Oh, I'm so super lovely.
1: Super lovely yeah. always. Michelle, how are you today? I'm good. You're good? Yep. Just good? Just our,
2: good. <laughs> super fantastic? Super good.
1: Our editorial director, Mr. McDonald. Jeff? How Greetings
3: in the name of our Lord in the year 2020.
1: 2020. Now, have you ever written... 2019 in 2020 oh yes yeah yep you probably still use your checkbook when you go to the grocery
3: store don't you sir embarrassingly i i do sometimes <laughs> use a checkbook. Could
1: check you, and michelle you,
0: you
2: i know what a check is all
1: right <laughs> <laughs> she knows what a check is <laughs> Elizabeth
0: I know how to cash a check <laughs> you know how to cash. I don't have a check <laughs> I know
2: how to mobile deposit yes. <laughs> The mobile deposit <laughs> that came out like so I got like my checkbook and my checking account and all that when I was like pretty young actually and then mobile deposit <laughs> came out and I was like this is amazing I never have to talk to people ever again It's a game changer
1: <laughs> I just learned exactly. how last year how to do mobile deposit Wow uh, it's
2: just it's just it's so a, amazing it's it's life phenomenal. changing. <laughs>
1: But you, you don't have to talk to anybody anymore. You mm-hmm. realize that? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I travel, you can just do everything wirelessly. I mean, you don't. I don't even need a hotel key. I can just put my phone up, and, and it lets me in uh, the door. Do you know that? Have you ever had that? No, experience? I didn't do that yet. Yeah, you rent a car. You don't have to talk to anybody. You know, mm. it's it's good.
3: It's it's taking out of me to a whole nother level. That's right. Yeah.
1: In a bad way, though. Right. We still need each other. Yes. And in the the new decade, we're in a new decade, 2020. Think about it for a second. Where were you 10 years ago at this time? 10 years ago. You would probably not heard us at all. That's my guess. 10 years ago, Elizabeth, where were you?
0: I was tearing up the eighth grade. (laughs) I was prepping to try for cheerleading for high school. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I was rocking in my Mustang blue. <laughs>
2: I had a Mustang too.
0: Really? Oh, wait, you no. were in eighth grade. Wait, no, I'm, I mean, like, my school's mascot was a oh, Mustang. I
2: was like, wait. I was not driving. I was getting my driver's license. Oh, no, in my Mustang. <laughs> I was, you had a Mustang? <laughs> yes, I still have one. Wait, oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. And 10 years ago, Mr. I was
3: hustling between colleges <laughs> with my children. You know.
1: <laughs> For a second there, I was like, you're hustling between colleges like oh. you were like a, a young man 10 years ago <laughs> oh me yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: right no hardly no my children were my child my grown-up kids were in college and we were you know visiting campuses and all that
1: oh yeah doing the the checking the, them out uh,
3: and going to their college activities shuffle and yeah yeah great times
1: well I'm, I'm trying to think you know that this this is the last decade of my active officership you know i mm-hmm. mean I still have six years to go, but I think 10 years from now, what will I be doing? Uh, You know, this will be all a distant memory, and I'm sure the digital world will have changed, and who knows what goes on with podcasts at at that point in time. But it's kind of interesting to kind of think about what's ahead, uh, but the stuff that you you can't really control. But like you were saying earlier, Jeff, you know, talking about living in the minute, (laughs) <laughs> and in the, moment, in the moment yeah
3: you
1: know making uh making the this space i think in 2019 probably what had the the biggest impact on me was all of the stuff we did uh and <clears throat> leading up to mr rogers uh, with the mr rogers pieces that we had and uh, hmm. with uh amy
3: uh Hollingsworth hollingsworth
1: yeah. and and Joanne, and, and watching the movies, and, and I'm actually working on something right now for a chapel here, just uh, just talking about the little flashing light on Mr. Rogers. Did you know? ever notice that on Mr. Rogers? There's a little flashing light at the beginning of the show, it's a traffic light. And basically it starts with that to say, you know what, caution, slow down, slow down a little bit. So, you know, I'm hoping t- this year that I'll get that whole book that I've been writing about slowing down. And getting that you know getting that to that progress. whole study yeah. yeah
3: also when you think about in the future what, what you'll be doing in 10 years that can be somewhat anxiety provoking in that we don't know what the future holds um, and that can that anxiety can chafe at us you know what should we be doing what should we become uh, am I doing the right thing uh, and I think that's where faith can speak into that
1: well, that's the one thing that we're trying to keep pulse on <clears throat> with our publications, whether it's our, our digital side, the, the, the magazines, Peer Magazine, and, and the War Cry, is um, you know those things that are, that are causing people to fear. And we, we addressed that in January's issue a little bit. You want to talk about that?
3: Well, you certainly do. In your article, um, you acknowledge that there's things we can control, but certainly we're not sure of who is in control in the end. And you have a quote here. The God we worship is the God who is the creator king, who rules over his creation. He owns this earth. He owns everything in it. He has made it habitable for us to enjoy.
1: It was interesting. I spent some time with my uh, grandson over the holidays, and he's three years old, and he was singing the little song to Chicken Little. (laughs) And I said, oh, you know, we kind of have an article about Chicken Little. Uh, and, you know, I think, I think sometimes we can, our fears are not to, not to minimize those fears, but the, the, uh, the curse of anxiety in our time right now is that it's, it's literally killing people. Uh, the uh, suicide rate mm-hmm. in, with the young folks is uh, young, young people.
3: Right, and also in the military, it's on the rise. Yeah, yeah. And, and other segments.
1: You know, so I think we're trying to address those kind of things, like you know, anxiety, and we're we're focusing on functional things. That's this is what I, I I like of what we're able to do now with both in the printed version and on the digital side is that we're able to kind of move pretty quickly to address some of these practical things. Uh, we've we've in past issues, just recently, we've talked a little bit about. Um, you know money matters and you know relationships and and uh, the use of time and and i know uh, michelle you've been kind of tracking some of that stuff uh, and you're working well ahead on uh, with some of the the vloggers and the youtubers and the influencers Uh, what are some of the trends that you're seeing as we go into 2020 some of the concerns that are that are coming out of uh, some of the arenas that you're reading and dwelling and reading about
2: um, I see that like like a reoccurring thing with everyone I interview is about being like authentic especially because I do interview a lot of influencers and their number one advice is like whether you want to be an influencer youtuber whatever you want to call it or you're just kind of, living your normal day-to-day life um the one thing is to like be yourself and don't put up this like facade on social media because it'll come back and just kind of like you know like uh what is it like blow up in your face um because like you're putting out there that like you're so happy and this is so perfect and like but that's not true like your online life is like kind of a sham but if you're genuinely happy then you'll share genuine happy moments online um and when you're not feeling genuinely happy, you don't need to like share, like you need to deal with that personally. Cause it's like, it's like a double edged sword, like share the good moments, but then people like kind of call you out on only sharing the good moments. But then when you complain or put your life issues out there on like Facebook, everyone's like rolls their eyes and they're like, why are you like putting that out there? So it's about like trying to find that balance of like dealing with your own stuff. And then also being able to share like online, but all about being true to yourself.
0: Before we get back to the conversation with Colonel Foley, I just want to take a moment to talk about Peer Magazine. Peer is a Salvation Army youth publication for 16 to 22-year-olds. By addressing topics related to faith, community, and culture, Peer ignites a conversation that deepens biblical perspective, faith, and holy living. Peer is a monthly magazine that comes directly to your mailbox for free almost every month. Just visit peermag.org to subscribe. Again, that's peermag.org.
1: A tradition that the Salvation Army continues, and they have been marching, the Salvation Army has been marching in the Tournament of Roses Parade in Pasadena, California, for what was it, over 100 years? Yeah, 101 years? I think so. Yeah. Pretty amazing. We had uh, the area here in the DMV, uh, the DC area, the the, um, National Capital Band and the um, National Capital Youth Band joined with forces from Southern California's uh, music uh, um, groups out there to march in the, the Rose Parade. I had the privilege, fun fact, Ooh. I had the fun privilege, I've, I've marched in that parade three times.
3: Wow. Are you, are you proud of me? It's an awesome parade.
1: It is. It's actually, it's actually really cool to watch in person. But also to to, to march in it. it, it's a it's a lot of work. Elizabeth, it's a lot of work for me to keep that E flat flag I carried.
0: <sighs> You're three a legend. Times. You're legendary out keep there. Keep it in tune, flag you know. bear master. <laughs> that,
1: was, that was it. That was a that was a fun thing, and I, I bring that up because uh, I noticed that that uh, got a lot of traction. Yeah. We had a, you put a little little thing on mm-hmm. our, our website about it, and tell us a little bit about that.
0: This was Trivia Tuesday, and we just gave a little bit of history about how it's been marching in the parade since the 1920s with a picture, and people loved it.
1: It went crazy.
0: Over 7,000 people saw it. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So either people really like it, or maybe they just didn't have anything to do.
0: Right. They wanted to fill up their feed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, thanks, Elizabeth, for putting that up, and uh, thank you, everybody, for your... Uh, liking of that and we appreciate your feedback if there are other things that are going on unique things that the Salvation Army is doing annually throughout the year in your communities all over we'd like to hear about those and we'd like to promote and uh, give you a shout out as well about that well uh, Jeff let's let's just talk really briefly we mentioned uh, a little bit about one of the articles in the January issue we have a few more uh, features in the issue, uh, we had an, an uh, the general of the Salvation Army had an interesting encounter with uh, the head of the Catholic Church, Church uh, Pope Francis, and we had a great picture of the both the Pope and the general on the cover of the War Cry. Uh, is there anything you wanted to point out on that particular article to our readers?
3: Well, the the army has uh, maintained a dialogue with the Catholic Church over the decades, and certainly they the Catholic Church and the Salvation Army share uh, certainly um, basic missionary mission uh, principles as well as a view of salvation that is compatible Um, and that dialogue has actually produced a a book in 2007 called Conversations with the Catholic Church Uh, a record of the paper is presented um, during a dialogue between the Church and Salvation Army at Sunbury Court in the UK. Part of that book reads, We confess together that all persons depend completely on the saving grace of God for their salvation. The freedom they possess in relation to persons and the things of this world is no freedom in relation to salvation. For a sinner as sinners, they stand under God's judgment and are incapable of turning by themselves to God to seek deliverance, of meriting their justification before God, or attaining salvation by their own abilities. Justification takes place solely by God's grace. Uh, the re- author of that, I believe, is uh, Dr. David Crawford. So that's just an interesting sidelight. But yeah, they had a very warm reception at the Vatican.
1: What's the title of that book again?
3: Conversations with the Catholic Church. Do
1: you know if it's still in print? I, We did, didn't publish that No, book. that's out, out, out of London in the UK. Yeah, Army, yeah.
3: Yeah. So it's possible that trade, the supplies departments do have copies.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Pope, uh, in his conversations with the general, committed the Salvation Army for helping the the individuals, the marginalized individuals in the world. um, And in particular, he he noted what the Salvation Army is doing there in Rome. Hmm. And then, in particular, what the Salvation Army is doing with human trafficking. We have an article in this issue uh, on human trafficking as well. Uh, The Salvation Army is very involved in. Trying to curb the tide uh, of the uh, the trafficking movement, uh, was there anything? We well, it's we
3: interesting that the army helped three thousand individuals caught in trafficking um, yeah. by providing them support services and a way out in that last year.
1: Uh, we also uh, want to emphasize we we did we did a little feature of this a while ago when I was out in um, in Omaha, Nebraska and we talked with the farmer uh, that was out there, and we did a nice little podcast, and I, I think that was, that was kind of fun. But we have a, an article about the floods in Iowa and how the Salvation Army is continuing its uh, service there. And I think our, the point that we wanted to make, both in that and in any upcoming things, is that the Salvation Army, when it comes to these national disasters, uh, natural disasters, were there, when they happen and we're there in the transitioning I mean there's a lot to it
3: there is and your article captures you know that intangible nature of Salvation Army ministry in that it's a it's a ministry of presence and and relationship we talked earlier about the uh, the enemy that technology can create in one-sided conversations and divisiveness and isolation um but here the Army is interacting with these great people who saw their farm so devastated by those floods and how the Army just came alongside them and uh, was a friend and offered hope.
1: And that, that leads me to a, a, a portion in January's issue. I really want to call this out to the attention of our Salvationist listeners and readers that we have a... A message from the general of the Salvation Army. It's a a two-page issue, where he basically is giving us a call to mission and reminding us once again of our purpose and what it is that we're about. He encouraged us to really—it was kind of a a threefold thing: uh, be ready, be engaged, and and take responsibility. Uh, I I really enjoyed this this uh, piece in. Uh, and personally, you know, having the opportunity a couple months ago to, to meet the general, mm-hmm. he's a very, very personable and warm individual who loves the Lord and loves the Salvation Army and carries uh, a heavy burden for the Salvation Army internationally. What Was was there anything in, in the, the general's call to mission that kind of stuck out? So in
3: much. Mind? There's so much there. And you talk about the new year and what we look forward to in the coming year and decade. This issue, you know, kind of captures what tries to boil down, what's essential. And I think in our work, we try to be innovative. We're trying to move forward. We're trying to provide good content. But the general, there's a quote in here from his work that says, we are not alone in this battle. We stand on the shoulders of those giants who have gone before us. Through their legacy, we have proof of God's faithfulness and the ability to see further. And of course, God himself goes before us. So that is something to keep in mind, certainly, as we enter a new year.
1: Well, we also have, uh, what, what would you call this? It's like in the middle. It's like in the quotes and kind a of call out a call out. Mm. But basically it says, the general said, people can be released from everything that stops them from reaching their God-given potential. You know, I really believe that. I, I And I have experienced that. Like in this last year, after getting a, a, a particular medical diagnosis, and basically the doctor told me, you know what, you can change this, but you're going to have to do something about it. And you're going to have to take X XYZ kind of steps. And it wasn't like a magic pill that I could just swallow. I think the general's word here to us in the salvation army is we can sit around and talk about the problem and we can be perplexed or we can feel defeated or we can blame this or blame that really what it means for what the general's he's he's really calling us calling us out saying you know what you can make a difference uh, in 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 your life and certainly we can make more of a difference in the world when we're regenerated and reborn again by the the, the 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 holy spirit and 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 filled by the holy spirit have have this perfect love that casts out all fear and and give us the uh the unction to kind of
3: go forward on that theme of you know responding to the generals call to mission the work ride we get so many uh cards returned to us Asking for follow-up, more information, saying they receive people receive Christ, They're reading the war cry, they want to know how they can receive Christ, and that's kind of our lifeblood. We share that with the territories, and then the territories follow up on the field level with those inquiries. But it's just a, a real privilege to get that kind of response and to be able to follow up when people request pa- prayer or assistance.
1: And we get those notifications, and we. M- try to get that information back to the territories. and uh, Which we're attention.
3: doing electronically now, but before we were doing it by mail. Yeah. So it's much more efficient. Yeah. So those are the kind of little changes we hope to keep making.
1: That's a little behind the scenes of uh, our day-to-day operations here. Yeah. And one last thing from you, Jeff. What, what uh, are you kind of looking down the road as we go through 2020? What are some of the things on, on your mind that we will be uh, exploring? Mm -hmm. in our publications
3: I think um, certainly we want to deal more with media movies etc and uh, provide more in depth critique uh, announcement and analysis of those themes that are in the public eye of course we did publish our theme list in our January issue and we are anxious to get uh, submissions from readers um, on those themes um So for possible publication.
1: So, Elizabeth, tell our listeners how they could go about submitting something to The War Cry.
0: Just go to thewarcry.org and go to Contribute.
1: Contribute. Contribute. Good. Well, you know, it's... uh, (laughs) Coming together, we're... This is uh, our 12th or 13th episode that we've done. 13. We're trying to streamline it a little bit, Mm -hmm. keep it under 30 minutes or thereabouts. We give Elizabeth (laughs) a, a... a challenge to do with that we appreciate everyone that takes a few moments to download and listen give a listen to our podcast and if you leave feedback it even helps us a little better we uh, appreciate all that uh, the Salvation Army has done this past holiday season we know several of our listeners and readers have worked very hard in bringing a lot of joy and comfort to many people throughout the United States we're grateful for our donors and people that continue to believe in the Salvation Army and believe that their communities are made better because of what uh, the fight for good is taking place in those communities. And our job here is to tell those stories. And so send us your stories, uh, send us your feedback, and we love, love to hear from you. Well, this is going to end another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on the Follow the War Cry and Peer Magazine on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, this has been the Fight for Good podcast. Have a great, happy, and wonderful new year. God bless you.
0: Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.